1: Welcome to BizQuick. I'm Julie. And I'm Corey. And on today's show, we have a repeat guest, Heather Vargo, who is a clinical social worker and a therapist. She's got these, you know, acronyms behind her name, LCSW and MSW. Um, She's back to join us. If you remember, she she participated in our limited series that we ran in december of 2020 called you're not alone and heather reached out to me um last week to ask if she could come back on it's been a year since she's been on almost and she just wanted to kind of talk about the state of you know mental health in our country and talk about how people are crazy no she didn't say that i'm saying that (laughs) people
0: are crazy people
1: are crazy so Corey, yes how's your mental health
0: fantastic how's yours (laughs)
1: <laughs> is that what you would have expected me to say? Yeah, Mostly good. Mostly good. I, um, you know, handle pressure a little bit differently than you do. I think we're both aware of that. Correct. So it's not always, you know, it's not always perfect, but it's, you know, it's not bad.
0: Well, that's good. Not yeah. bad is good. Right?
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm not feeling, you know, desperate or suicidal or any of those things. That's very good. Yeah. <laughs> right, um, I
0: think I would be a fantastic
1: therapist. <laughs> I feel like you 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 know why you would be a terrible therapist because I don't talk well, you don't ask questions yeah exactly ever ever it's the weirdest thing it's like you have no curiosity about anything. I don't have
0: curiosity about people in general
1: I know I, I want you curious to
0: be... about plenty of things
1: I want you people. to be more curious about me, Corey no. <laughs>
0: That sounded really weird, too. Is that... Is, Will you stop acting so weird today? <laughs> I'm not
1: being weird. I'm not being weird. I feel like... Do you not ask me any questions ever because you just know I'm just going to tell you everything?
0: Yeah, I think that's... I mean, that, that's the way I like. Uh, I approach a lot of kind of conversations. Just like, let's... I'm not going to ask you. It's, I guess the same reason why I'm not on social media. That's like, I don't... I, your business is your business. If you want to tell me, cool, but I'm not going to pry.
1: I know, but when you don't ask questions about people, it implies you don't care.
0: But that might be accurate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that can't be accurate about me.
0: Yes, not accurate about you, but... Uh, okay.
1: All right, so big show today. Um, I think we'll you know, we'll probably dive in with Heather talking about really like the last... Oh, it's been almost two years now, right? Like, what are we at, like 18, 19 months of this crap?
0: Yeah, y'all suck at math. I, it's been like 10 months since she was on.
1: No, I mean, since the pandemic started. Yeah.
0: And so that's probably about 19 months. 19
1: months. I yeah. don't suck at math. Well, you're
0: like, it's been two years already.
1: I was like, no, no, it's not well, bad. no, I, right. Close to two years, I should say, right? Hmm. So I think, do you think overall as a society, how do you think we're faring from a mental health standpoint, just based on what's happened in the last two years? 19 I've, months. I'm sorry. Okay, let me get you, it, but let me be accurate. There you
0: go. Um, I think that we are slowly spiraling out of control. And by slowly, I mean quickly spiraling, spiraling.
1: <laughs> so when you say slowly, you really mean the
0: opposite. Yes, exactly. I think we are spiraling out of control right now. Yeah, I let's, that, how so? Uh, it's just, um, uh, the divide in the, in the country is just ridiculous right now. Yeah. And it's like there's no, very few people can see any kind of middle ground. Correct. And, and it's like, and, and it's... It's just a awful way to just run anything where it's like there's no, there's no, like if, if, if you disagree with me on one thing, we disagree on everything. And I'm like, well, that's not, not really true. Like there's certain things that, you know, whatever. But like if, you, like people, that people are so, so self centered and so closed minded that it's, I'm going to make a snap judgment about you based upon one particular thing. And now I think I know everything about you and I either like you or I hate you.
1: Yeah. It's like you can't have differing opinions, which is interesting. But I have a question. So a lot. Well, I have so many thoughts right now. I I hear frequently, you know, like the country was so divided when Donald Trump was president. Right. And there was no middle ground on Trump. Mm -hmm. Right. And now we've got Biden in office and you know one of the things that he said during the campaign was that he was going to unite the country and I hear a lot of people say on social media that he's been successful he has united the country against him I don't feel like that's true I feel like the people that were squarely in his camp before are they're living in echo chambers And so they're still squarely in his camp not seeing the problems with what's happening. And I'm curious for your thoughts on that.
0: I I mean, I think it's on, on all sides. Everybody, like, there's this divide. Nobody wants to have a conversation with somebody that's not in their camp. So it's just everybody's living in a giant echo chamber right now. Yeah. And I'm right, I'm right. Hey, am I right? Yes, you're right. Everybody's right. Cool. Look at those idiots over there. And then, like, there's no, like, again, there's no conversation. And everybody who says, oh, well, you know, we're trying to unite or, you know, cross the... No, they're not. They're like, I'm trying to cross the divide so I can make you think like me. And that's the... That's not good.
1: I'm not interested in people thinking like me, but I'm also very resistant to having conversations with people who don't think like me because I don't feel like having an argument.
0: And that's the problem, is that it's no longer... Is it a conversation that's happening? It just turns into an argument. Yeah. And, and, you know, because again, and, and that it's like when it comes to like politics or religion or whatever, there's no sense in having those arguments because you're not going to like automatically just convert a Christian into Muslim or vice versa or, or whatever because it's like that that's a belief. It's like, you know, a part of who they are. And, and the, I mean, I think the political world we're living in is turning into that religion where it's just like, this is a part of me. This is the core of who I am. Mm-hmm. You can't change that. Like, no matter how many facts or figures or whatever you throw at somebody Mm -hmm. they're 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 not thinking logically they're thinking emotionally
1: correct unless they're a robot do you think that it's bad that i'm kind of actively rooting for a civil war
0: just i think we just need to yeah reset it all
1: let's just get on it
0: Yeah. Like, yeah, let's stop. Let's stop just, you know, pussyfooting around here. Let's just, let's just do it.
1: Yeah. We're wasting time because it's coming That's the inevitable. All right. Well, so we're going to bring Heather on and we're going to talk about mental health and, um, hopefully she's going to have good news in that, you know, she's got a full book of business because so many people are actually reaching out for help that are struggling, but, We'll we'll see. I don't actually know the answer to that. And I'm also curious just sort of how she thinks things are going in general. We're going to take a quick break and then we will come back with Heather Vargo.
0: We've launched a whole new coaching program aimed at helping small business owners accelerate their revenue. This one-on-one, well, technically too, coaching is built around your schedule and your goals and will help keep you on track to make your business a success. There are no strings attached, no long commitments. And at $600 a month, it's priced perfectly for any small business owner. If you're struggling to find time to grow yourself and your business, or you want to find ways to improve your financial situation, head on over to sbpace.com small-business-coaching to sign up.
1: All right. Welcome back to the show. We've got Heather Vargo with us. Hey, Heather. Nice to see you again. Hey.
2: hey, Julie. Hey, Corey. Good to be back.
1: Yeah, it is great to have you. We're just going to dive straight into the deep end of the pool. How is the mental health of America? You're responsible for it, Heather.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh, if only that would keep me up at night. Um it's 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 in flux, I think. Yeah. You know? I think there's a lot of transitions going on. So some are good, some not so good and a lot in the middle. How are you? Where are things in the entrepreneurial world? <laughs> um things are
1: good it we're we are busy which you know we love to be able to say that and there certainly is a lot of pressure though I think Corey would say most of the pressure that I feel is self-inflicted it's internal I think you know me well enough Heather to know that's probably a true statement
2: (laughs) yeah things are busy definitely for me too that's for sure yeah
0: so when you say like the, the mental state of the country's in flux, is this um, overall for the better or for the worse? Because I think that we're spiraling, spiraling. I can't say that word today for some reason. You can't ever say spiraling it. Spiraling out of control here.
2: Yeah, we were talking about that a little bit before we got recording. And I, I see a little bit of that. I see a lot of people struggling just to – maintain. So that's kind of what I mean, by influx, I feel like there's a lot of people that are maintaining, um, sometimes a couple steps ahead, sometimes a couple steps behind. But there's, there's not a whole lot of, I don't know, I would say like, major growth and, and feelings of benevolence going on at the moment i don't think if that answers your question do you think that collectively
1: america americans have gotten off of the you know proverbial you know 10-month lounge that happened for most of 2020 and are getting back to normal or do you still think there's a lot of people who are living sort of these abnormal lives where they're now, and I hate—I can't believe I'm going to say this phrase—that they're now living what they refer to as the new normal, and they're still not really taking care of themselves physically, mentally, emotionally, all those
2: things. Yeah, I definitely think more the former than the latter. Uh, I think people are are and were eager to get back to work, to see their friends and families again, to travel uh, to, to kind of get back to the way things were. Uh, so I think in the majority, yes, are are doing that and doing fairly well. I do see a decent chunk. However, it's a good 20, 25%. Not that that's not so much, but that's pretty typical too with, you know, how we are in our Society, some do very, very well. Some a lot maintain, you know, kind of get better days and worse days. And then you have some that it's just a struggle every day.
0: So, well, and like I, I see it on like, you know, out, out on the Internet when I'm, you know, browsing around where it's like it seems like a lot of people have just gotten back to life as usual. You know, you look at football games, you look at uh, restaurants, whatever it is, like people are just going about like, I mean, by and large, for the most part, like nothing happened, which I think that is the healthy way to do this is that we made it through it. Go back to normal, go back to what you used to do. But there's there's a ton of people out there still, though, who. I think, I mean, they crave like the all the negatives that came with it. They, they love like, oh, I can't believe people are going out in public and I'm just going to sit at home. And it's like, I don't know when somebody's depressed, they just like to feed the depression, you know? And it's, it's, I think that there's still a lot of that out there. And a lot of people are just using it as an excuse to just, you know, have poor mental health. Yeah.
2: yeah. And if it wasn't this, it would be something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For yeah. them.
1: Agreed. I I find it interesting. I, I feel like there's a lot of things, not a lot, but there's a number of things in my life that have definitely changed as a result of things that are still happening with, you know, this you know pandemic air quotes being used here right like i used to love travel i dread traveling now i don't want to go i want to avoid it at all costs because i don't want to mask up to sit on an airplane for however many hours and all the crap you have to do to get through security with you know being the mask i just i'm just i'm so over all of it and hate the thought of even having to participate in it in on any level um So I can see personally that a lot of things, a lot of areas in my life have been altered as a result, and that I won't go back to what I would consider normal until we really actually get back to normal. And I kind of, I I don't know that we'll ever get there.
2: Right. So then, you know, just like a lot of businesses have to pivot or adapt or adjust. So do you, if you want to, you know, keep travel as a hobby you enjoy and, you know, kind of what I think I try to help people do is find a way to navigate that, that you know, gets that need met, but isn't too stressful I mean, it's going to be a little I i travel is a little stressful even on a good day, but you know, it's not too, uh, well, it's not traumatic hopefully. Right. Like it's just, it's worth, it's worth the effort once you get there kind of a thing. And like, I think so. Yeah. I think they're trying to find something in the middle. That's one of the things I think that has happened and definitely happens when you see, you know, kind of like a, this pandemic or maybe a natural disaster is a good example or sudden loss of sorts like a job or a loved one is you see kind of people going from kind of one extreme like oh no no precautions or no no worries to the total opposite right of what kind of what you're describing Corey about those people that are, are are living in fear essentially and they won't leave their houses you know I personally don't really want to leave the country like you, Julie. I don't think it's worth the effort, but I'm willing to get, go somewhere, you know, well, it's almost whatever, that kind of thing. So kind of trying to find what's in the middle Mm -hmm. and where can I find fulfillment and enjoyment, pleasure, um, peace in that. Yeah because you kind of have to look at the alternative and for you not being able to travel may not be a big deal because maybe you've done it a lot (laughs) and you are over it. You are, and you're lucky. Whereas if you're someone like me, who's, you know, going to be an empty nester and has kind of been waiting (laughs) to get this, you know what I mean? Like I'm looking forward to, to doing some traveling, even if I have to mess up, you know, um, so yeah, I think you just have to take it by case by case, person by person, you know, kind of, it's more or less when you like, you like, you know, your loved ones live in Seattle and you live in Pennsylvania or whatever, and you need to get on an airplane to go see them. And now we have, you know, a real stressor, a real dilemma a real obstacle kind of dealing with, with that.
0: And yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. you, you brought up a good point about like those people who who are living in fear. I mean, they're they would have found another excuse had it not been for the pandemic to you know to to be who you know who and what they are, um, you know. And I think the pandemic just. Uh, I mean, to be fair,
2: it. though, I mean, just because of who I, I, I mean, Corey, you know, I, I deal with a lot of trauma, and that's a little different than what you know. I think you might describing, which is maybe more of like dysthymia which is like a type of depression where people don't really aren't motivated much and not, they don't enjoy much. And they're kind of like meh all the time. Right. Whereas trauma, people can be like totally engaged in living life and then something might trigger them. And then they're very much not. And so when if you have, you know, anxiety, depression, PTSD, And, you know, say you're already a little anxious where it comes to germs or being in close proximity with people or flying even, right? You have a little anxiety already at that. And then, you know, this just heightens it all, right? It just triggers it and makes it, for some people, I think some of them even seem like a little irrational, you know? The ones that are so afraid that they don't want to do anything that could put them at risk rather than what we were talking about, which is maybe more in that gray area. You know, I talk a lot about being comfortable with discomfort, right? Kind of outside that, that, that comfort zone. If you, if you want to grow, I mean, you know, if you want to, you want to push yourself and yeah, that's right you can do it. Corey, were you
1: calling me irrational? No. Oh, okay. I, was,
0: I just like I was making a comment because you know, Heather said they're maybe being a little irrational. And I think a little. I think people are being extremely irrational right now, um, just with and and they're using they're using it as an excuse. And we we see it across the board, whether it's like people emotionally or if it's you know I'm if you're trying to do anything in business right now, COVID is still an excuse. Mm-hmm. Oh well, we can't do that because of COVID. That was nineteen fucking months ago. All right. Yes. We figured it out. We figured it out, people. Yeah. Quit using it as an excuse.
2: What businesses are these? Like big companies where there's a lot of rules and stuff? Because like smaller companies, no. I think you can you can do what you want, right? I've been seeing people in person. Since I was vaccinated, you know, but well, just no, it's on now. It's
0: supply chain. It's employees. It's uh, oh, okay, you know, all, all of right. that stuff. I mean, I'm I'm been working with the local government here in Richmond on some things, and like permitting is just out of control. They're like, oh,
2: you know, COVID. Oh. I'm like,
0: no, like you can do all, like there's no reason.
2: Government, but- yeah, I mean that's definitely slower. Don't get me sure. started. <laughs> now
1: we've struck a nerve, Heather. Knock it off.
2: We're not talking politics, though. You told me that. That's
1: not happening. Oh, no, we can talk politics. We can't talk about government and filling out forms. Yes, local government. <laughs> and it will change the direction of this podcast in total. But, I mean, we can do it. No, no yeah. let's keep going forward. Well, keep right on. Um, I think I'm curious. Well, it's not I think. I know. I am curious, though, Heather, in terms of, you know, I know um, mental health just in general is is a – big, it's an important part of being an entrepreneur is really taking care of your mental health. And we're still, you know, we're 19 months into this and we never, we don't, we still have yet to hear anybody get on like authorities in terms well, I'm not going to even call them authorities, mainstream media, the government, nobody's talking about the importance of your physical health and your mental health. There's just not a conversation, Right. Well,
0: to be honest, all you need is a vaccine and then you're physically fit.
1: (laughs) Correct. Right. Yes. So it's frustrating because there are there is this the there's a solution for a lot of people to significantly reduce their risk. That doesn't involve getting a shot of something that really hasn't been vetted that well yet. Right. So there's a lot of people who are, I'm not going to call them anti-vaxxers. I'm going to call them vaccine hesitant based on the information that's available today. But we don't ever talk about health, both physical and mental and what that can do. So I want to I want to hone in I think on that's that.
2: That's a good, really good point, especially good point.
1: around entrepreneurs. Right. And and, and yeah. the hustle is hard for an entrepreneur. And I know, Corey, you're yeah. jumping at the bit to say something.
0: Well, you know, the, the tinfoil hat engaged everybody. The problem is that sunshine and exercise is free. You can't make money off of it. So why are they going to push it?
1: Yeah, that's true. Tinfoil
0: hat disengaged. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't even think you need a tinfoil hat for that. I think you're 100% accurate. It's 100% correct. And it's maddening. It's maddening that, you know, with so many like – restaurants got shut down during COVID Mm -hmm. the beginning, but you know, McDonald's was still open. So you could go get your fast food. That's not healthy. So like, when are we going to talk about when are the people that 50% of our country listen to for their information, mainstream media, media, and the government, when are they going to acknowledge that we have a crisis on our hands that isn't actually called COVID-19?
2: That's a great question. That's, you know, a little out of my scope. I don't really believe a lot of what they say as it is. So even if they do start talking that, not, I mean, it's still good for exposure. I think health, mental health, I think the mind, body and stress and illness are very, very, very much connected. And I think that people are, I think our society in general has been missing the mark multiple. Well, forever, you know, when it comes to work-life balance, right? When you're talking about, you know, an entrepreneur or an individual or someone, I think, again, you have to look at it case by case. Like, for my mental health, it was better for me to have the vaccine so I could see clients in person safely with feeling comfortable being 20 feet apart outside mask whatever I was willing to do it than to do this because this depletes me and drains me. And I'm pointing to the screen in telehealth. You know, I think when you look at a vaccine, I I look at it like a tool. You know, like if you're somebody who has depression or ADHD, you might take medication for that. Now we don't know exactly the long-term benefit health health risks of these, Mm -hmm. but we do know the benefits. And if that's going to improve someone's quality of life now, I do think it could improve their longevity, if not definitely their vitality. And I'm more interested in living life well, you know, and having, you know, good relationships and feeling content and fulfilled then I am about who's right or wrong on this debate or this or that, right. It's more about what's best for me and my situation. And if I am perfectly happy staying at home and I don't need to leave and I am not too isolated or lonely and my health is good, you know, I, 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 and you know, I get outside and I have like, then do I need to go into the office and do I need a vaccine to like, I don't that's, yeah, I think that's, I think that's unfortunate that people can't make those decisions for themselves you know that they're kind of being forced to out of fear i do or 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 limited scope in terms Mm -hmm. of what other options there are but i feel like that's been the case for so long especially where mental health is concerned right because we're so focused on here's a script for it or here's a pill for it or here's a vaccine I mean, we've been talking about going outdoor and and prevent and socialization, all these things to prevent, you know, to help mitigate stress and depression and things like that. So I think it is just another, it's just a tool to do that for me, you know, safely. And there's the
0: the frustrating thing um, now is is I think so much of what's going on isn't actually for like physical safety. Isn't it's for show. Like so many people out there like, oh, you know, we're cleaning, you know, yeah. every 30 seconds we're cleaning something and everybody has triple masks on and we're all vaccinated and all of that everything. And it's like yeah. it's for show. But I also think because people don't want to get sued because there's going to be a ton of lawsuits. I'm sure right. to the point where it's like,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: oh, I got yeah. covid from your restaurant. So I'm going to sue you now because you absolutely. weren't
2: absolutely. You know, yeah. it's theater. Right? It is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And but th- so that they can stay open too. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I mean, it, it isn't. It's like it's it's for show sure in the sense of like I need to check these boxes, you know, like I, I don't want to risk going out of business or I don't want to risk, you know, my livelihood or my employees li- like so, you know, even though I think this may be a waste of time, energy, effort, resources, whatever, like it's worth it again in the long run because it's going to secure, you know, my livelihood. Right. So we're making choices.
1: Based on like, I don't want to say the wrong reasons, but we're making choices that really in the end aren't choices. Do you want to keep your business open? Yes. Then do these things. And if you don't, you don't get to keep your business open. That to me is not really a choice. If I want to continue to get paid, then I need my business to be open clearly. And it's just, it's very frustrating um, across the board. Well,
2: I think, I think when people feel a lack of choice you know like they don't have especially entrepreneurs right like we oof, it's kind of why we are <laughs> we we, we kind of I think that's one of the things you know that makes people like us more resilient and that we have been able because we are used to like having options and, and making good decisions. and so when you limit that you know I think you take a lot of creativity away I think you know you, you're dealing with scarcity issues you know like it's fear-based and it's it's a ripple effect. I mean, that's what it is. I mean, it's it's, it's, it's better. It's going to keep getting better. This is not abnormal given the circumstances. You know, yeah, just don't feel the fire, don't fan the flames. And it's going to be know?
0: interesting to see, and, you know, because there's no way to tell, but years to come, because we've got an entire generation that's getting raised, you know, with this pandemic mindset. I mean, I've got a nephew who was born in April of last year. So he's going to know nothing but what life is like. In a pandemic, basically, which is just sad, but...
1: And scary, Yeah, right?
0: The other sad thing is we have to start wrapping up. I know.
1: I just want to say one thing, though. For things I believe in strongly, I will fan the flames. Don't care. We'll do it. I'm doing it. I'm standing up for it. And just, Mm -hmm. I think there are too many people right now who, out of fear, won't stand up. And we need more people to
2: stand up. Yeah, I guess, you know i'm all about that too right like i'm all about having helping people use their voice you know and and first identify what they need and then use their voice Mm -hmm. right and if for people who just need to keep their businesses open and need to you know go through the motions in order to do that that's okay right like i think that it you don't have to be killing it all the time like it's okay to to get by until you feel more comfortable, whatever that might be. Yeah,
1: I I would just one more thing and I know we got to go, but, you know, doing and I want to challenge a little bit the which is going to suck because I'm not going to give you a chance to respond to it, Heather, Um, doing what it takes just to get by from I get that from a mental health perspective. And I say, yes, that that's important because you've got to keep your mental health in check but doing just enough so that you can sort of keep moving forward and accepting until, these,
2: until it gets better until well, things, you know, right. But right, the right, thing, right.
1: all evidence to the contrary at this point, things aren't going to get better. The government just keeps issuing mandate after mandate after mandate. And at some point people have to say, fuck it enough. I'm standing up. I'm not, we're not doing this anymore. And it's going to take a lot of people to do that. And so that, you know, going by just to get by, isn't going to work for very much longer because we're not going to have anything that we're not going to be choices to make if we don't, you know, so people have to make hard choices pretty soon. And I'm so sorry. I just, I needed to say that because it just felt right. So, all right, Corey, I'm handing it over to you. I'm going to stop talking now. Uh, Hard to believe
0: (laughs) that's it. Uh, Hey Heather, can you tell everybody how they can
1: get in touch with you?
2: I feel like I hardly said anything. (laughs) Oh, you said a lot. You did. You said a lot. I feel like I hardly contributed anything. We didn't even like talk about the attachment stuff, but maybe we can do that next time. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Go ahead. Say what?
0: How can people get in touch with you?
2: I don't. Okay. You don't
1: want people to get in touch with you.
0: Perfect. <laughs> even yes.
1: better. Is there anything that we can do for you? What
2: do you mean? If there's anything. What can we like, do for you? I mean, I would like to get, like, you know, I'd like to educate people more, really, is what I want to do. Would you like to be the official
1: therapist of uh, BizQuick Podcast?
2: I mean, I I think you could use it.
1: (laughs) When you say you could use it, you mean our listeners. You're not talking about me specifically, right, (laughs) Heather?
2: No, if the the people you're talking about feel like that, then they could definitely use it. Yeah.
1: (laughs) All right. Let's wrap this up, Lori. Yes, because
0: it's spiraling out of control. (laughs) Just like the country. Yes. All right. Um, Thanks uh, again, Heather, for coming on the show again. And thank you to our listeners. And everything that you need to know about this episode will
1: be in the show notes. Yeah. And if you want to work with us at sbpace.com, then head on over to our website, sbpace.com i just realized what i did there i messed that up no surprise to Corey. um you can also connect with us on social media we're on linkedin tiktok instagram facebook and we have a youtube channel you should check it out it's amazing
0: don't forget to download and rate this podcast subscribe and give us a review and if you have any topics or you want to be a guest head on over to sbpace.com and let us know
1: We wrote a book. It's called Seriously, Now What? A Small Business Guide to Disaster Preparedness. It is a number one bestseller on Amazon. That's kind of a big deal, just like me and Corey. It has a digital download. And if you already have the book and you haven't already gone to Amazon and rated and reviewed it, stop listening to us right now. We are no longer friends. Go review it or our friendship is over.
0: That's it for today. I'm Corey. I'm Julie. And this was BizQuip. Bit quick so, is yeah. quick Helping yeah. small businesses
2: across America